What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Go to Therapy, Valentine's Day edition, baby. <laughs> Listen, I know that today is a very controversial day. However, I don't care if you are single AF, I don't care if you are taken AF, I don't care if you don't give AF. If you are here listening to this episode with me today, it is a love fest. So buckle up because it's about to go down. (laughs) Starting off with a huge thank you to everybody for the outpouring of love and support on that last episode. I knew having Beyond would be so special for me, but to know that it was so special for so many other people as well was just incredible. So thank you to everybody. If you have not listened to that episode yet, go do so. It is just such a good one. And special shouts to B's friends. Y'all are amazing. (laughs) Seriously. Bridget deserves nothing less than amazing people in her life, first and foremost. But the amount of kind words that were shared and you guys tuning into that episode and then sharing the podcast on your stories and all that stuff was just amazing to see and I'm just thankful. So again, special shout out to you guys and for everybody listening, just know that B will be back. It's not a one and done. She's coming back. (laughs) So stay tuned for that. Guys, I just, I feel like life has been coming at me fast lately. I got some updates for you. So my last week has been spent recovering from wisdom tooth surgery at the ripe age of 26. (laughs) Because I know I had mentioned about two episodes ago that I was having issues with one of my wisdom teeth. So I just decided to get all four yanked so I don't have to deal with this ever again in my life. So honestly, I feel like I had such a good experience. I, I really can't complain. But it's definitely something for anybody who has been through wisdom tooth surgery, they know. My diet was mashed potatoes and ice cream for the first day, and I think soup and some more mashed potatoes and some more ice cream for the second day, and then I discovered I can chew pasta, and that's what I ate for the rest of the week. And now I'm pretty much good. I'm like, what, six days post-op, and I'm like 90% there. So overall positive experience, but that was an experience to say the least. And then in a couple days, my mom and my little sister are coming up to visit, and I am so excited because my little sister is turning 13. Oh my god, little baby. I just can't believe that my baby sister is going to be a teenager. Like, I feel old. Because I was 13 when she was born. (laughs) But I'm excited to celebrate her. I'm excited to spend time with my mom and my little sister. And now that my mom lives 600 miles away, there is nothing better than hugging this woman after not seeing her for a little while. Like, like I swear I can spend a solid five minutes in her arms and it just not feel like enough because just a little over a year ago, I lived with my parents and then I moved out and lived by myself, which is an adjustment. And then a couple months after that, they moved 600 miles away, which was an adjustment. So going from seeing her every single day to not seeing her for... A month sometimes two months at a time it's a challenge it definitely is different and it's been an adjustment over the last like I think seven months now that they've been down south but we're making it work by any means and making those moments so special when they're here so I'm very excited to have her up here I'm very excited to have my sister up here and to just spend a week with them 
And then two days after they leave, I am taking a little solo trip to Costa Rica. I'm so excited, guys. You have no idea. And I say solo trip, but it's through a travel agency, so I will be meeting up with a giant group of people when I get down there. So I am super excited for it. I'm going to be spending 10 days just doing so much fun stuff. I've wanted to do this for so long and it's finally happening. So I'm definitely going to have so many stories and updates for you guys when I get back. But I'm looking forward to it. And I'm also stressing because, again, I had wisdom tooth surgery, that my mom's coming, then I'm going to Costa Rica. And it feels like there is no time for anything because I'm still working full-time in the midst of this, still trying to record podcast episodes, still trying to get to the gym, still trying to hang with my friends. Like, your girl's still trying to have a life. And let me tell you, nobody's washing my laundry or doing my dishes for me. So being a person, taking care of my household, taking care of myself, and trying to live and have fun, do all the things, is a lot sometimes. But it is always worth it and I'm just trying to soak up the chaotic as much as I can because this is just life and it doesn't matter if it comes at you fast, it's coming at you regardless. So I'm choosing to live it, be as present as possible and also take time for myself when I need it. Like sometimes I got to throw my hands up, lay on my couch for an hour and just chill. You know, not look at my phone, not text anybody back, not do anything, just simply chill. And there's nothing wrong with that. All right, so wrapping up the updates, let's get into our topic today, inspired by one of my favorite singers. Ooh, she gonna have me singing to you guys today. Woo! No, but seriously, if you're feeling a little alone today, this episode is for you. And side note, I reserve no rights to that song. Go check out Sabrina Claudio. She's a queen. Watch me get copyrighted for this with my, like, three listeners. (laughs) All right, moving right along. So I want to talk about kind of the last three years of my life because that's how long it's been since I've been in a long-term relationship. And I am the definition of the single friend. I simply could not fit it more perfectly. Like, my best friend is married and she's buying a house with her husband. Another one of my best friends is married with a kid. Another one of my really close friends is married with a kid. Then this one's in a long-term relationship. That one has a boyfriend. That one just found her soulmate. My brother is married with kids. My parents have been together since they were teenagers and are still happily in love. And then there is me. Like, if I were to go through the Rolodex of my friends to try to find a single one, I would be spinning because it is just me. (laughs) but the thing is I'm cool with that like I've really spent the last three years coming into my own and creating this life that of course welcomes another person but only the right person so my last long-term relationship was with a man who is a great person but just wasn't my person And what was difficult about that is I really thought that we were going to create a life together. I thought this was the person that I was going to marry and I thought that this was the person that I was going to build with and create something so incredible with and it just wasn't. And that's hard too, like even coming to terms with the fact that you had this idea of what things could be like and now you're realizing that they aren't and they won't be is difficult. So I had to come to terms with that. And then when I finally made the decision to walk away from the relationship, 
I had to learn how to be alone. I had to learn how to be single. And I honestly didn't want it <laughs> because before that relationship, I was in the stream of constant long-term relationships and I never really had a lot of time to myself to figure out who I was and to figure out what I wanted out of life. And everybody tells you that you have to spend time alone and you have to figure out who you are and you have to know what you want out of life and focus on yourself. And honestly, when you're in that space, it sounds like a bunch of bullshit because you're like, I know that I want to be in a relationship. I know that I want to get married. I know that I want to start a family. Why isn't it happening for me? And it's hard to let go of that because it's hard to feel like it's not almost a personal attack on your life and your goals and your dreams. But the thing about a relationship is it's not just another achievement. It's not just another box that can be checked. It's something that's incredibly special and uniquely shared between two people. And it's worth the wait. So I want to talk about some things that you can do while you're waiting. So I'm going to come in hot and heavy with this first one, guys. Become the person that you want to be with and then realize that you don't need them because you are whole on your own. We want to walk into relationships from a space of I want this, not I need this. So when you become the person that you want to be with, not only do you have a strong idea of the person that you are welcoming into your life, but you have that strong sense of self and you know that you have so much to bring to the table that baby girl or baby boy, you don't care if you're sitting alone because you have everything that you need. Another thing that you can do is get clear on the life that you want to live even if it means without a significant other. Now, I know this might sound scary, especially for people like me, who I like to reference as hopeful romantics. It is not a matter of if that person comes into my life, it's a matter of when, and when they do, yeah, I'm gonna feel happy and excited and in love and all these feelings, but my life is going to happen regardless. And that is a hard pill to swallow, it's a hard realization. But the thing is, it's kind of like a little, you know when you're looking at a picture and you can like Photoshop somebody in or out? It's like that. The moment is still happening. It doesn't matter if your significant other is in it or out of it. What do you want that moment to look like? How do you want to show up? What would your life look like if you didn't have to make decisions with or for another person? Once you're clear on that, somebody else can't come in and change what you inherently want for yourself, which is very powerful. And that doesn't mean that you're not willing to compromise with somebody else. It just means you know what you want and you can align with somebody else who fits that vision. When you're thinking about the life that you wanna create for yourself, also think about the people that you wanna surround yourself with. Because I think I talked about this in a prior episode, the importance of building your tribe. Your significant other is not going to be your end-all be-all, and there is so much power in surrounding yourself with good people. Surround yourself with people who make you feel whole and who make you feel seen and who don't make you feel left out even when you are the third, fifth, seventh, and ninth wheel, like me. <laughs> I have amazing friends in my life and I am so lucky to have them and none of them ever make me feel less than because I'm not showing up with a significant other. So surround yourself with good people and if you do have people in your life who are ever making you feel badly about being single, Maybe it's time to have a little conversation with them. 
shut it down, let them know that you don't need somebody else to be whole, and then maybe you can ask them, oh, would you have more fun if I brought somebody to hang out with us? Am I not good enough for you? Mm-hmm. Make them feel bad about it because they shouldn't be making you feel bad about being single. I honestly don't understand the whole stigma around being single being such a negative thing. Like, what is so wrong about somebody choosing to spend time with themselves, doing things for themselves? Some people don't want a relationship, and that's totally okay. And even for the people that do, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with them for not having it. So can we just collectively decide that we're going to stop doing that? <laughs> Let's stop making people feel badly about being single. And also, let's stop putting so much pressure on ourselves while we're single to find a relationship because we don't need none of that. So something to shift your focus to instead of wondering and worrying about a relationship is your hobbies. What do you like to do in your free time? I guarantee if anybody has asked you this question, you took a second to think about it. But why do we have to second guess the things that we love to do? Why do we have to take a minute to think about what we love to do? It's because we don't often prioritize ourselves and the things that we like. But everybody should have hobbies. Everybody should have things that they like to do. So if you can't think of anything off the top of your head, go out there and figure it out. Whether it be taking a yoga class, whether it be taking a dance class, taking a spin class, getting into the gym for the first time, taking a walk on a trail around the corner from you, Whatever it is, just try things and see if you like them because something's going to stick and something's going to put you in like this state of flow where you just feel very connected to yourself and there's truly nothing better than that feeling. So if you haven't felt it, go find it. But if you know what it is, make sure that you do it and do it often, especially in this time period of your life. And even if you do know what your hobbies are, I encourage you to get out there and try something new because there is something to be said about putting yourself out there. And I know that it's uncomfortable. But chances are you are already uncomfortable in the single stage of life that you're in. That's why you're listening to this episode. <laughs> so let's channel that energy somewhere else. Let's be uncomfortable in phases of life or moments in life that are going to make us grow outside of what we thought we could initially be. Put yourself out there, take chances, get comfortable being alone, even if it means dating yourself. Because let me tell you, that shit is uncomfortable. So let me hit you guys with a little bit of a story time because I know that this whole dating yourself concept is kind of new and mainstream, but that shit could be a little awkward, especially at first and especially if you're not used to doing things by yourself. So I would say that I'm a pretty independent and capable person. Like I will take a new class at the gym by myself, no problem. I will watch the sunset or the sunrise by myself. I'll go hiking or go for walks by myself. I'll travel by myself. There's really not much that I'm not willing to do alone, but when it came to sitting down and eating at a restaurant alone, I was like terrified of the idea, but I was also like, I gotta do it. I'm so in for the things that scare the shit out of me, right? So one day last year in the summer, I took myself out east in the Hamptons and I went to a nice restaurant on the water by myself and I just... 
walked up to the hostess. I was feeling a little awkward and she was like, oh, hi, how are you? And I was like, good, just a table for one. And she kind of looked at me funny and she's like, okay, walks me over to the table. And then the waitress comes over and you know, when people are being so nice to you, you're just like, what is going through your mind right now? I couldn't tell if she was cheering me on or if she was like, what is this girl doing? But I would just push that to the back of my mind. I was like, I'm here. I'm doing the damn thing. I had a table by the water. It was so nice. I ordered my food and I immediately took my journal out and I just wrote down everything that I was feeling because there was a lot of feels at first. (laughs) At first, I cared about what people were thinking about me. I cared if people were looking at me. I cared about what they could possibly be talking about at their table and was it in relation to me like I cared so much about what everybody else was doing and I wasn't focusing on how I was feeling so being able to sit there and journal it out kind of shifted my focus back to me and then at that moment I stopped caring I didn't care what the hostess thought I didn't care what the waitress thought I didn't care what the people sitting next to me thought I had a group of friends sitting right next to me, like a bunch of people, a couple across the way, a couple open tables, and then just like a couple other people nearby. So everybody was with other people, and here I am sitting at this nice restaurant by myself, and I just felt incredibly empowered. I was like, yeah, I can do this, and my life didn't end when I did, and nobody really cares. Even if it was a topic of conversation for five minutes at somebody's table, they left that day and they didn't think about me ever again. So the world isn't going to end if somebody looks at you and thinks like, oh, that person's by themselves. That's probably it. And if that's the worst thing that can happen, there's no reason why you shouldn't try doing things on your own because enjoying your own company is so empowering. I also just want to stress the stark difference between being alone and being lonely. So being alone simply means not having anybody else present. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? If you're comfortable with being alone, then that could be a great thing. And it doesn't mean that you don't like being around other people. Maybe you don't, but maybe you do. But you can also enjoy your own company. Lonely is an emotion, which means that it's typically fleeting but don't let it overstay its welcome. If you are in a relationship with somebody who's making you feel lonely, and I know that most of us, if not all of us, know what that feels like, then you have to get comfortable with being alone to move past that, to let it flow through and to let it exit. If you're in a crowded room and you feel isolated, you're feeling lonely, you again have to remove yourself from the situation and be alone to be able to move past that emotion. Loneliness does not have to stay, but being alone is not a bad thing. It's typically uncomfortable, but hey, most hard shit is, and then it's worth it. Ride in the same wavelength. If you are feeling lonely, social media is not going to make you feel connected to other human beings. There is scientific backing that proves that neurotransmitters are released in our brains when we are face-to-face with other people talking, sharing nonverbal communication, laughing, and so on. That is entirely stripped away when we are communicating digitally. So likes, comments, DMs, whatever it is, is not going to change the way that you're feeling. It's going to give you a quick dopamine hit, and then you're going to go right back down to that state of lonely. So if you are feeling lonely, my recommendation to you is stay off social media, get out there, and that is the best time to do something for yourself. 
even if it's dropping to the floor and doing some crunches or push-ups, just do something for you and know that you can feel good about that and you can source your own worth. No one on this earth is you and that is your power. Nobody has the combination of attributes that make up your existence. When you know how uniquely incredible you are, you do not need somebody else to make you feel whole. And I hope that everybody can feel that. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to have insecurities. It doesn't mean we're not going to have low moments. It doesn't mean we're going to have this, I don't need nobody mindset. It just means that we know who we are and we know what we bring to the table and we are unwilling to settle for anything that doesn't meet our standards. Now believe me when I say waiting is not easy, especially like I mentioned before, half of my friends are married, some of them have kids, some of them are buying homes, others are in committed long-term relationships and I'm sitting here on my couch recording a podcast episode, completely single. My journey is not anybody else's at the end of the day, and there's nothing wrong with my timeline. And honestly, you don't want your journey to be somebody else's because again, going back to your unique self, your life is never going to play out the same way that somebody else's will. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just encourage everybody to completely enjoy this phase of life. Because the truth is, sacrifices have to be made in relationships. And not that there's anything wrong with that. They're 100% worth it. But you're in a phase of life where you don't have to make those sacrifices. You will never get this time back. So stop acting like you're going to be happy if and when somebody comes into your life. And stop waiting to be happy if and when somebody comes into your life. Because your life is happening right now. Be happy now. And don't let it pass you by. That wraps up today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Tell somebody that you love them. Say it loud. Say it proud. Make it weird. And know that I love you guys. And I'll catch you on the next episode.